Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn, giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio, here's Laurie and Lynn. Love is all, no need to waste it. You can never tell why don't you take it. You're gonna make it after all. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Rushed as you know what, but other than that, I'm good. Well, that's good. That's good. So, um, we got some big events going up this coming up this weekend for you. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, what are they? Well, Friday night, I have my cousin Billy Cadden, which a lot of people know. He's my first cousin. His second oldest daughter, Katie, is getting married. So, her wedding is Friday night at Constantino's. Saturday morning, I have the walk, the Remembrance Walk for Hospice of the Sacred Heart at McDade Park, which you're listening to us on Saturday morning, starting at 10 a.m. We have to be there at the ripe, beautiful early morning of 6.30. Yay. And then Saturday evening, I have my 40th high school class reunion. Do the quick math, folks. 58 years old. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for jumping in ahead of them because they're all doing that. That's it. So 40th, and that's at the Waldorf or the Tiki Bar Club or Tiki, whatever it is. Tiki. Did you hear me? Tiki. So, um, and then Sunday, maybe I could go. And then Monday night. At Mansour's, I have a Sabika jewelry party, which I have twice a year. The lovely Sandy Pagnani is the local rep, and the stuff you know is absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. Lynn Sports, a pair of my favorite that she doesn't have on today, but always look gorgeous because of her short gray hair. They look beautiful. Uh They're a two-drop. Um, two stone ear drop earring. They're gorgeous. If I say so myself, because the woman who gave them to you, wow, does she have good taste. And so um, we have all that. And, and so it's like boom, boom, boom. And then the end of the week, I go on vacation for a week. Oh, A well-deserved lovely. vacation, right? That's lovely. <sighs> yes. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing. Meyer said last night, do you want to go to a movie? Meaning last night. I said, are you kidding? I can't sit still for two hours in a movie theater knowing I have all these like, you know, when you're doing an event, you always, your biggest fear is guess you what? something. Forget, right. So I like check my list, check it twice, three times, have someone go over. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And then, um, so I said, you know what? How about this? When we go on vacation, we'll see a couple movies. Right? Because yeah, we'll have that's, time. That's a good idea. So, yeah. So, it's just a little bit 
boom, boom, boomish, but we're good. I okay. said, as Sandy said to me on the way down, she goes, you know what, Laura? You're living. You're, lo- you're living life. Just enjoy it. I said, that's right. It is true. I mean, we complain or we're crazy because we have so much to do, but really in fairness, thank God we're able. That's, there's the key. That right. You're able. There you go. So, um, you know, that's a good thing. So just a little overwhelmed, but I'm going to be, I'll be fine. And you? Um, oh, I had a fun time last weekend. I went to Philadelphia on Friday and um, I had lunch at a wonderful place called The Park right on Rittenhouse Square. And it was incredible because it was about 75 degrees and absolutely beautiful. And I had been to the place once before, but it was in March or April and so none of the the doors to the outside were open and when i walked in there this time it was as if it were a whole new restaurant because it was all open all, yeah oh, could everything you imagine, was you open. mean like they had like what do they have like pull open like open air kind of dining yes. venture but it's outside, under under cover outside <gasps> and that. then also everything inside was mm-hmm. still there so i had what i think is the world's most fabulous niçoise salad that i ever had wow i, I wanted to just keep you know, get Eating another it. one, please. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was that good? <laughs> and they have the best crusty bread you've ever seen. Oh, gosh, it was fabulous. So I was there with a friend who I hadn't really physically seen in quite some time. And she was the one who had referred me to the next place that I had to go, the reason I was there that day. And that was um, to a photographer in Philadelphia whose name is Paul Sorokman. And he was the one who had done the headshots for my friend that I was having lunch with. So she had said to me, you know, make an appointment, go see him, see what you think. So I I did that. I was told to bring four to five changes of clothing and um, that I would be there for a good hour and a half. I said, okay, I'm in. So that was five (laughs) o'clock. So I had to kill some time. I sat in the, you know, it's tough to do. I sat in Rittenhouse Square and watched all the crazy people go by. And the birds. And the birds. Yeah, and the dogs and everybody. Or it could be one of the same, but go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. Uh And so then I left and and went to this place. And um, it was, it's an interesting place because it just kind of looked like an all, it was all open. And all those crazy screens that they have all over the place, you know, for light and everything else. And so there was a woman there who was a makeup artist who added some things to what I had already done to myself and played around with my hair and did all kinds of interesting things. And then I started about 6 o'clock and actually shooting. He did a couple outside and um, I ended up with about 330 uh, shots. Dear God in heaven. And uh, which I got on uh, this week. And I just, of course, went into overwhelm. And I said, like, oh, where where do I start? I don't know. But one thing I'm going to say is that I loved every one of them. 
Well, but why did you need to go away for that with so many talented people? Because in our I own felt region? that I had seen one that I really liked. Oh, okay. And so I you said, wanted to mimic that. I wanted. I wanted well, that I've kind. Well, ne- I mean, what's cool about that place mm-hmm. is that they do the makeup. The only problem with that is they don't know your natural who you are. So that would make me feel they might do a little. I'm going to have to examine it and see what. I bet they're gorgeous. They though. are beautiful. But I'm going to tell you. You know, Julie Jordan does all of my headshots, and I just love her. And I think she's the best. And she does everything by natural light, which I think makes a big difference in a photo. Natural light, because you can see that's her way of it. But I, I just, I, I can't even imagine sitting still for that, like, for doing all that. Mm-hmm. Third, 300 shots. Jesus, Mary. Yeah. Well, it was just a continuous click, I click, know, click, 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 click. I know, so, but, you know, I have to, I'm going to see these. Uh, well, yes, Are they will. Seriously, do they put, was the makeup done where you're happy with it? Perfect. Okay. And so the they hair. put a lot of blush because it does make a difference with the with proper makeup. Yeah, it does. But it no, does. they really didn't do a whole lot. I had because you don't wear a it. lot of makeup, Lynn. Did well, you have your glasses on or off? Both. Okay. And what do you? Which ones do you like the best? I don't know. I like them both. So it's hard now. You're it's, it's, how about Patrick A? Oh, he likes the glasses. Yeah. Well, that's your look. Yes. Well, you know? yeah, so. Is this a, just a professional or yes. a, to have hung a big 50 by 50 uh, big framed in your house for your you, for, for Patrick for my as husband? a gift? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. That's a possibility, <laughs> but probably not. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway. I, this no, was, I'm thinking of the, the one that's in my house, Lynn. I'm sorry about that. What? No, mine of me, 50 by 50. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. Dear God, that would be the day. Yeah, well. It would be kind of nice, though, <laughs> to appreciate ourselves. <laughs> as long as you, you put the bullseye thing on That's it, it and use it for darts. There you go. All right. <laughs> With the rough suction cups on the end. Yes, okay. of course. That's a good one. Of course. So um, I was to meet my sister <laughs> and my uh, niece following this thing and we were going to have dinner in somewhere in philly so they went to two different places they had them scheduled for two different places to go and look for a venue for my niece's upcoming wedding so the first one they went to was the franklin museum and they fell in love with it and the tour that they had. So they decided that they weren't even going to bother with the second one that they had already made. She had made up her mind. I love it. That's that's great. We're done. They say that it's really neat there. It's fabulous. So they were done earlier than I was. So they went to this restaurant, Villa de Roma. Are you familiar with that? No. No, where's that? It's in Little Italy somewhere. Okay, great. And they were going to... I never got there. Why? Because by the time I got out of, uh, first of all, I was about 20, 30 minutes late because of traffic getting from Rittenhouse Square Can over to where I was going. Can you imagine? Really? What yeah. is it, like 10 blocks? It's yes, ridiculous. It was, it was horrible. Mm-hmm. So I didn't finish with him till 10 after 7. And by the time I had to go get oh, my car God. and drive to this place, it would have been well after 7.30, 8 o'clock, and I I had to drive home yeah. because I didn't bring anything with me. And well, I, well, you could have worn all those clothes you brought for the fashion yeah, show. Yeah, photo wonderful. show. How so many did you I bring? Four there. outfits? Five. Mm-hmm. Okay. And jewelry. Ugh. So I did all that stuff, and uh, I just thought that... You know, you it probably was too had late. fun, though. 
I, I did fun have doing fun. it all? They, they are, the people that were there were really fun, and I had a good time. Uh-huh. Did they have, like, a? was any of your hair blowing, like, with a fan, like no. a supermodel? Oh, no. Okay. no, no, we weren't doing supermodel <laughs> business. That would that will be the next sitting. I'm sorry, that's all I can imagine I know. with the fan blowing in your hair. So no, I didn't do that. No, <laughs> but it's spiked up. You'll see. Where in where was he? Which street was he actually? He was on, on? Gerard Avenue. Okay, Gerard. Yeah, um, quite a way down. Yeah. Gerard. so but, south. Yeah, Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. And I went. I parked my car in the Acme parking lot because it was across the street or yeah, something. Close. See, that's close. close. And I went up there and I parked it and I Did left. You do a and I came. No, I didn't. <laughs> why? I mean, there's no point. But I got back in the car. By the time I got out of Philly and got, then it was quarter. Well, of then eight. you were down. It's not ten blocks from from Gerard, but you were down a little. So, but still, that's. <clears throat> you would think it wouldn't take as long. How did you go, Broad Street? No, they, there was so much traffic that okay. I kept doing the Waze thing, you know, and oh, they yeah, yeah. take a left here. What they didn't understand was the traffic was backed up no through the light. No matter where you went, yeah. So I couldn't take a left-hand right. turn because right. the whole intersection was blocked. Mm-hmm. So this was the kind of craziness it was. Anyway. The only thing about Philly, which I, not the only thing, I love it there, but it's one of my favorite, favorite cities. But I love it because it is easy to get around. I mean, traffic can be crazy, but it is easy. And it's also much easier than New York. Of course. And, yeah, I think... I told you that old line that when I, years ago, a cab driver picked us up and he's like, oh, how do you like Philly? I said, well, I just moved here. I love it. And he said, well, you'll love it. I love it here. We have everything New York City has and less. And I looked at him <laughs> and he goes, That's less traffic, line. less people, less craziness. This is the perfect city. That's, <laughs> okay, there you that go. That is a great line because that is so true. That's true. It really mm-hmm. is. Yeah, so um, that's what I did, and I, I got all of them yesterday, and I started looking at some of them, and I have to click on favorites. I can't wait to see these. They're great. I'm, I could imagine. They really are great. So, um, yeah, that's that was pretty much what I did. And then we went to the lake last weekend, and it was delightful because nobody was around, and there wasn't a whole lot of traffic on the lake. That's you mean the, no one was around in your home or no. on the lake or both? No, around my home, yes, people were there. Okay. But it, the the lake was much nicer to navigate without all the crazies. Yes, that were did out you there. go on the lake? Were you in, in your oh no, is the boat gone now? No, the boat's still there. It's not going until next weekend. Okay. But you weren't out on you didn't go with Couldn't the guys. Were there. the guys there or no? Mm-hmm. Okay. Lynn, they're a really big they're really helpful for they, you, aren't they? <laughs> I couldn't do Especially it. Especially the them. David. He's yep. a constant, well, again, he's a U.S. postal carrier, yes. so he never stops. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. He goes. And Robert's the same way. I mean, he does a lot of things. They they both help me move things and carry things and take care of things. They I just know. see They're what good needs guys. to be done. Really nice guys. They are. They're wonderful friends. Mm-hmm. And Patrick likes them, too. Yeah. He, well, he's known Robert since Forever. Robert was 14 years old, I think. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. (laughs) 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. I thought you said me. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. Is that who you are? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, my name is Lynn Evans. I am the, the managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So, a couple questions for you. Oh. There's an article in my favorite place, um, AARP Magazine. And it's called 50 Reasons to Love Being 50 Plus. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover? Yeah. Okay. So, other than what I'm going to tell you about this guy, which reminded me of you. Because the guy? Of, yes. Here, I'll read this little short thing about him. Okay. His name is, he says, you, um, you've got your sea legs. When I hear music, I feel electrified. I can't just sit there. I've got to get up and dance. Oh, cool. I got my first job as a cruise ship dance host uh-huh. when I was about 70. <gasps> Since then, I've filled my tank with... Th- I filled my tank. I filled my time with three or four trips a year. It's not a paid gig, but you do get food and lodging in exchange for a small daily fee. I do ballroom dances with the woman traveling with the women traveling solo. My job is to make everyone look good on the dance floor. I get to meet all these lovely people. I don't think of my age when I do this. It seems to erase time. I love it. Don't you love that? He started this when he was seventy. I know. That is just a wonderful thing. To, I just, I love it when people say they do that. And you get room Especially and board. Especially that he dances with single people. I mean, that's got to make them feel so good that this cute, hopefully absolutely. he's a cute guy. Can, yes, he's a very Is there a picture man. of him there? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. he's a good looking dude? Well, yeah, we'll have to pretend because nobody can see it. Yeah, well, I'll but give you the thumbs up or no. We'll see if he is or not. I think he's a handsome dude. And yeah, great he is. And look at me, he has his ballroom vest on. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so now are there 50 more reasons in here, or is that just... Oh, that's just, that's it's a just, series. Oh, it's a okay. series. Every month they give us somebody who's doing something really cool. Love it. And so I just, I thought of it's you. It's 70. I, I think yeah. that's fabulous. That yes. is one thing I can't do this week or next week, or this week, can't dance. Why? Because I have, there's just, I don't have the time. And I didn't paint either because of the crazy week. So next week I'll be back on track. But anyway. <clears throat> well, here's but another. But the dancing does, <clears throat> it is, there is something, you just feel alive when you dance. It's, it just really does, especially if you kind of know the steps, it's really good. That would help if yeah. you know this. It really does. Otherwise, feel you're on good your to butt do it most there's, of the time. No, but there's such a sense of, like, oh, I got it, I did, and you know, just different ways. I just, I don't know, I just love that. I so love what that feeling. Da- what kind of dancing are you taking? Well, mine's now? a swing. I'm still because there's all different ways. You know, there's yes. a triple step swing, and there's, yeah, there's a, uh, I can't think of it, um, the, the other name, um, a West Coast swing, and there's a bunch of, I don't know that one yet. Really, I can, I can tell looking at it, but I, I haven't been taught that. So it just. There's, you just learn different ways to move your arms, to drop, to reconnect. It's really cool. So, good. Well, that I'm glad that you're doing that uh-huh. post 50. Yes, that's a good thing. That's right. Um, there was another thing here I wanted to 
share with everybody about uh, I find my little sticker here. Which AARP? Who, who's on the front, Lynn? What? Who's on the front of that AARP? Um, it's uh, Carlos Santana. Yes, I didn't read it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is really cool about all the, the, what they call the Latin rhythm in America. He, that's the story he's... Uh, okay. That's right. He's, yeah, a, he's about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just think about all these people that are mainstream that you don't think about as being specifically Latin-type music. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Carlos Santana Santana was one of them. But another one, Gloria Estefan. I love her. Yeah. And uh, Jose Feliciano. Mm-hmm. And Julio Iglesias. Right. Linda Ronstadt. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Yeah, she's um, she's Mexican American. I didn't know that. I didn't Never. either. I didn't know, but she said I didn't speak good Spanish as a child. I thought Spanish was the language you sang in, and English was the language you spoke. Uh-huh. I wanted to record in Spanish, and I wound up getting booked at the same venues where I had played rock and roll. I didn't know if anyone was going to show up. Three generations showed up: grandmothers, mothers, and fathers, and kids, and that thrilled me. See, she's yeah. wonderful. Now she has some health issues now, you know. So right. she's experienced. She, I don't think she's singing, is she anymore? No, she can't. Yeah, she's incredible. I love her. Love her voice. Yeah. And then John Santos is another one. Don't um, know who that is. Percussionist. Oh, okay. He beat those big yep. drums. Mm-hmm. And then Sergio Mendez. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. We know that. Those so are, what is it? Just tell a little story about all of them in that? Yeah, like where are they now? Okay. And, and how did they get involved in the business? How did they break through that type of, um, uh, I don't know, discrimination, I guess you would call it? And I, I like when Carlos sings, like within the last few years when he sings with different people, you know, like Rob Thomas and stuff. Those mute, the, the two that, that rock and, you know, his rhythmy kind of thing really work well together. Yeah. Did it talk about his collaborations off of, um, how about me? I can't even think of the name of his group. How about me? Help me on that. Um, I, I don't think so. What's uh, the name of it? How about me? His band? Yeah, what's the band? Uh, <gasps> I don't know. That's oh, right. my God. Come on, it's right there, I know. Because <laughs> all I'm thinking about is Carlos. How yeah. about me? I'm really. Fox 20. No. Who? Carlos Santana. Oh, I have no idea. Bye. <laughs> Jason. Thank you, nice Jason. Nice job, Jason. I guess he ignored the on-air sign. I guess he, he <laughs> Oh, my God. That's good. He knows what I'm talking about. I know, but it should be in here somewhere. Yes. Yeah. silly article about this thing, but I don't know where. Yeah, that would be helpful to know, I think. So what else is in there? Um, There was another one in here. I thought this was a very interesting take on things that maybe is very appropriate for our time. And that is the fact that um, long-term care policies and insurance companies are really wishy-washy is probably the best way to say it, um, with gay couples that they will not insure them. And I don't understand how how that's allowed to be but i guess it is so this seems to be a, a state run type thing so this was a under gene chatsky's column called money saver 
and is talking about worrying about long-term care. Um, and she says the subtitle is buy insurance now or roll the dice, question mark. For these two women, it's a perplexing choice. The problem is Cynthia Cooper, a college professor, and Jody Morrison, a librarian, are models of financial responsibility. The married Baltimore couple have emergency funds, retirement accounts, health insurance, and disability insurance. What they don't have, long-term care coverage. Should they ever need a nursing home or at-home care? Long-term care insurance is way above anything we can afford. Because women tend to live longer than men, their premiums are higher. Cynthia and Jody also worry about a recent court ruling allowing a Missouri retirement home to reject a lesbian couple. Being shut out like that, they fear, would force them to cobble together more expensive care. And she, Cynthia, said, this keeps me up at night. The advice is... Because long-term care insurance products change constantly, you need to consult people deeply familiar with them. She turned, uh, Jean Chatsky turned to a guy named Scott Witt, who is an insurance advisor in Wisconsin. Brandon Jones, a financial advisor in Minnesota, and Peter Florick, another guy in Illinois. So the traditional approach would be to take out a conventional long-term care policy, paying annual premiums of about $7,600 instead of putting that money into retirement accounts. The policy would provide a $5,000 monthly benefit that would rise with inflation and 10 years of, quote, shared, unquote, benefits. If one spouse needed 10 years of care and the other required none, they could cut the pie that way. The downside, premiums are expensive and could very well rise further. And that's another thing that most people who own long-term care insurance policies don't factor in, that when they get a premium um, and they start the policy, invariably, couple years later you'll get a policy increase and then another increase and there's nothing that says they can't because most of these companies when they do the underwriting really are going kind of like on a wing and a prayer when they do all the actuarial assumptions about what what's a good premium to charge somebody because the fact is that with the dramatic increase in Alzheimer's and the number of years of care that requires, they can't possibly figure out a premium that works for everybody. So what happens is they give you the best they've got when you apply for the insurance, but you need to be sure that there will be times as you hold this policy that it will dramatically increase. And I had a policy increase two years ago of 40 percent and that's what yeah that's how it works so when you're planning for retirement income you got to put in something for this kind of stuff if indeed you are going to buy a long-term care insurance policy the second thing was a hybrid policy this is a life insurance that lets lets you use part of the death benefits for long-term care Cynthia and Jody would have to pay $154,000 up front, plus annual premiums of $2,500. Each would be able to draw $120,000 in long-term care coverage off their $330,000 death benefit. 
The downside, the couple have no heirs to receive a death benefit, and there's no inflation protection. Uh-huh. So, the other choice, no insurance at all. Assuming Cynthia and Jody continue their retirement contributions, they could easily withdraw Con- they could easily withdraw around $7,000 or 8000 a month, plus draw on Social Security to live on 10 years from now. This is substantially more than what they're living on today. The downside may not resolve Cynthia's loss of sleep. So <laughs> I think it's important that people understand that all there used to be was long-term care policies, and you paid these crazy premiums, and you covered for X amount of dollars for so many years. You tried to figure out what would be the most generous amount that you could afford and not put yourself into bankruptcy over it. And then you throw the rest of it out to the wind and say, it's going to be what it's going to be. But now with these hybrid policies, I've become a fan. I'm not usually a fan of those things, but I've seen how they work and they really are an amazing product. So for people who didn't really know they exist, I would suggest that you speak to your financial planner or your insurance agent and see about getting something like that. There you go. How about you telling it like it is? I'm telling you. I'm just saying that's the way it goes, folks. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the uh, managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. And I'm also, that's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, which is available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I didn't want to interrupt you in all of your last, but Santana is the actual name of the band. I'm thinking, that's what it? the heck? Santana, that's the name. How about me? I'm thinking, what I is Carlos? No, Santana. Okay. So, the, And I just wasn't thinking that because he's the music one of the musicians so i didn't say yes santana there we go okay. we're not ding-dongs just forget hmm. we have a special guest expert yes. this morning someone who has not been with us before i know so we're very happy to welcome her- kathy deleo and um kathy is the let me just get this right business relationship manager for what we're calling the valley which would be <laughs> Um, a troop and Jessup and Archbald and Up Valley. all that stuff that we know as the Valley. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you for having me. Good. We're glad you're here. Hi, Kathy. New face. So um, we can say new victim. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so what is it that's going on with Fidelity Bank that you're here to tell us about? Fidelity Bank is moving and shaking. Uh, we're out there in the public. We're doing our thing. Uh, we're, my job is to develop business in the Up Valley, as perfectly said. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, I'm here to help small businesses grow, expand, start. And I can tell you for a fact that 
there's a lot going on in the area. I mean, people are starting businesses, expanding businesses. It's nice to see. And I will also say the baby boomers, a lot of the baby boomers are selling their businesses mm-hmm. to the younger generation. That There's definitely a trend in that area, which is nice to see. Um, people are retiring yeah. and happily retiring and ha- handing off the business to the younger generation to keep it going. And it's really, I, I have a soft spot for small business. Because, let's tell them why. Because I've had two businesses. I have one right now. I've had another one in the uh, Up Valley. And uh, <laughs> I know the struggles and daily chores of what's required to be in small business. And it's not an easy life, but it's who you are. Mm-hmm. And what, uh, do you, what else can you talk about that, Kathy? What do you do? Um, my husband owns a catering business in Peckville. It's Leo's. I mean, my field has always been banking. I that's my thing because I can't cook a hot dog. But my <laughs> husband <laughs> is uh, literally I can't boil water. I think yeah, is what oh, my that's husband what I used to say too. And I help him on the weekends, but during the week I'm a banker, and uh-huh. I know a lot of business people in the valley, Dove Valley, uh-huh. and uh, it's so nice to have that network to pull from as a banker Mm -hmm. and I'm always there to help and Fidelity Bank I have to say mimics that old time banking they're there to help you gotta abide by the regulations what the government needs banks to do nowadays but they're still there to be flexible and help the entrepreneur which is nice and I'm proud to say I work there There how long are you there? I'm only there since uh, April 1st, okay. but I've been in banking 30 for, years. Yeah. I was part-time in different banking, orga- you know, financial organizations for a while while my son was growing up. Mm-hmm. So he just recently graduated from George Washington University <gasps> in my May. My son graduated from GW. Oh, is that the best? That it, school is incredible, it isn't is, it? It is incredible. I have to be honest with you. I agree <gasps> with you totally. So now I have my life back. So, <laughs> I'm, so Fidelity Bank was gracious enough to offer me a great position. And I feel very honored working there and great group of people and Dan Santanel, I can't say enough about to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Yes, well. We know Dan, yes. Dan the man. Dan the man. <laughs> I was just with them the other day at a board meeting. Yeah. And Joanne, and I was with we uh, one of our favorites around here, Joanne Marcelli, who who we love and adore. And um, and we, they have been, your fidelity has been how many years? We were doing this 10, I'm going to say about seven. Oh, We've had sponsors, maybe eight. Yeah. You were, have been part of our um, uh just part of our our whole connection and our group and we're very thankful um uh, i did you know i worked for fidelity for a short time just for a little bit i'm an ex-banker myself um (laughs) not that people are sick of hearing it (laughs) but they usually come back when people leave the field they always return that's Uh, correct but you know what i i the i love 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 the people the bank Mm -hmm. everything they are really good people they and are. we we bank there. So. <laughs> well, the nice thing I like about Fidelity is that they're very active in the community. And I'm all about marketing True. and being involved in the bank supporting you, your involvement in the community. And I have to say they push it, which is very, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love that fact. Right. Because mm-hmm. you feel like you're out there, you're pushing yourself, but you're also pushing the bank and helping people. And people are free to come up to you for advice 
or what should I do here? Can I come talk to you? And it's really, and people are very open to dealing with Fidelity Bank. Well, as you said, I think what happens, especially in, in your what you're doing in, in, a, in a form of business, your NAC title isn't business development, but that's really mm-hmm. what you're doing. It's business, what is it? Did you say? Business I, relationship Relationship, manager. same thing. So you, you when you get them you it's it's not it's not just about getting new customers right right kathy it's Absolutely. you need to re- maintain and ke- retain i should say right. those customers make them happy right. and keep that relationship going resolve it's a issues. lot of work yeah resolve yeah. issues if mm-hmm. someone gets upset about a certain thing just to make it work right resolve the issue and uh, it's really i really love fidelity i have to be honest with you and it's been a long time since i've been able to say that Mm -hmm. i've been in banking a long time and it's really changed over the last 10 years and i think dan santanello is really trying to keep that flavor that old-time banking flavor uh embedded in the bank and it's really really working well well you know because years ago remember my father used to say he was a, he did all of his banking because we grew up in west side my father's businesses went were in west side so he always used the west side bank for everything and literally he said we i used to go in it was a handshake for a, a loan a handshake those were the days years ago right mm-hmm. and some of that some of that kind of feeling not that it's you can do that anymore but the fact that you need to feel like you can almost right. like what you just did is a handshake makes a big difference to people i think right absolutely so do you feel that when you're out there in your community involvement, Kathy, with the people you know from, where's you, where do you actually live? Which town are you from? I live in Blakeleyboro, Blakely. Peckville. Okay. So you're Peckville's the, the we love a lot of places in Pla- Peckville, you know. We love... Um, Peckville's the capital of Blakeleyboro. I love <laughs> Kathy, we love um, Cachetti's. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We love all the know them personally, great girls. People. We love them and Mrs. They're Cachetti. My age group, and then right? we also love, and I just found out, which I was happy, I love Soriano's too. Right? Great reputation in it, town, for I sure. Soriano's, it's right on Main Street in Peckville. Restaurant? Right next. What? Restaurant? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, they have like these pasta, pasta nights a couple nights out of the week, right? right? Very like popular. Sunday and some other day or two. And they have different kind of sauces. It's great. And my friends were up there and they were always scouting this. So they said, Lar, just so you know, they have gluten-free pasta. I'm like, yes. Because I, I didn't go there thinking they didn't. And they do now. We'll were have to we go there? some night. No, I don't think you. we were okay. ever together. It's been okay. a while since there's been there. There's a lot going on in Peckville, mm-hmm. for sure. Really, that sense, but that whole area, I love. And you maybe know... Um, Allison, who owns Violets, right, right. across from your Absolutely. bank. We love her. I go there all the time. I mean, that she has and, the cutest stuff. Oh, I love her things. Mm-hmm. So those are that's the kind of that's what the up value of a lot of little stores mm-hmm. and restaurants and bakeries and different things that it all just kind of comes together. But even though each area ha- obviously has its own, their their the town is a different name. Everybody seems the same. Right. They're just so nice and oh, and right. stick together. Mm-hmm. That that sense is is really a very most people are so proud of that neck of the woods. And speaking of that, I have to say, I was at um, the um, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm um, getting a nice tea the other night in Dunmore, and a young boy came out of of he was coming out of Manning's and he was this young young kid and he started walking out. And as he did, the door was just because no one was there, and he saw this older woman. 
he went right back, opened the door, and held that door for that older woman to walk through the door. And he walked by, and I said, honey, that was very, very nice of you. I said, see, we were watching. You didn't even notice. And he said, I didn't know anyone was looking. I said, well, you did a wonderful, that was wonderful for you to do. I said, where are you from? He said, I said, which high school do you go to? He said, Mid-Valley. I said, there you go, rah-rah for Mid-Valley, because he was a true gentleman. It was, a, And he was a young kid. You just don't think kids are going to think like that. He did not have to do it because she wasn't right near the door. He had enough time to, and he went right back and opened it. So great heart in the valley, boy, right? yeah, great mm-hmm. heart in the da valley. Yeah, for sure. and how many branches are in your up in that neck of the woods? Oh, uh, we have Packville and we have the Keystone Industrial Park. Okay, that's my territory. Is that considered? Tr- is that true? I always use it, troop, and my yeah. husband yells at me. That's Dunmore. It's still across Dunmore from there? Sheets. Okay, and, yeah, you know, in front of Price Chopper. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so I I'm I never know which line cuts the is the true is it Oh, and you have to it, know the line. I, I Where know. is the line? The I line. don't is it Sanderson? I th- I don't down know. the hill from because I don't know. No, I mean, I live in question. Dunmore, but I don't know that where it splits from Troop to Dunmore. Yeah, there. just like the anchor. The anchor yeah. splits oh, the whole yeah. valley. Uh-huh. Got to yeah, be careful. Who owns, after who the, owns anchor, the anchor? Right? <laughs> there you go. USS Blakely. Blakely. The oh. anchor is in Blakely. Because is that Blake- will come up at a bar somewhere. <laughs> so make sure you take that information. But Kathy, isn't okay. Blakely, if you're on North Main, is that not, say you're driving to Cachetti's on North Main, is Blakely to the to the right of if you're Cachetis? on North Main to, no no but is Blakely is it in, if you're on North Main are you in in the middle of Blakely at the well, one you know spot the up, yeah that's that road it's that goes up to, right where Dunkin Donuts you could go to Dunkin Donuts yes. that road splits and that's what because yeah and so right. Blakely is the other side correct okay so it's down from Miles Plot right or I guess it'd be well, north, miles is, north of yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm sorry, anybody who's listening to this who is not from our area because you have no <laughs> totally, idea like, what we're right. talking it's about. It's good because everybody, in it, no matter where you live, say it's from this to that. The way right. we give directions, though, in this it's next the anchor. is bizarre. It's definitely it? the anchor. You always here, use that as the... I know. <laughs> but getting back to Fidelity Bank, you're happy and it's going well. It really is. It's going well. The people are great. The workers, my coworkers are great. Management's great. And it sounds like a commercial, but I really mean that, you know. <laughs> so if anybody, if they wanted, if you could help them in any way, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? They Kat? can call me on uh, my cell phone. Can I say my sure. cell phone? 570-905-5674. I'm accessible at any time. I'm always in banking mode. It's my thing. Uh-huh. My husband loves food. I love banking. I love money. <laughs> that works. That's Everybody all right. said, why that's did you pick good. banking? I, because I love money. Because uh-huh. that's where go. the money is. That's and right. that always seems us. to work, that go-to phrase. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate it. Tell you. our friends back uh, in the Up, up the valley, valley and at Fidelity. We'll up the line. Best. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kat, thank you. And I uh, hope you come back. You did a great job. Thank you. We'll look forward to it. it. Right, Lynn? We yes, always ma'am. like people to return. Yes. And uh, we will see you soon. So everybody have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for listening. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.